There's a niggin. <coughs> there's a niggin that um, is very shy to to Tubishvat. Tubishvat's the holiday of the trees. The trees grow in the forest. So in Chabad, there's a niggin that they sing that's called Kol Bayar. Thank you, Jonah. There's a niggin that's called Kol Bayar. Um, and the words are Kol Bayar. Anochi I hear the sound of a voice calling in the forest. Av lebanim kore, a father calling to his sons. Bonai, bonai, heichan halachtem, my sons, my sons, where have you gone? Ad shalai, kvar shachachtem, that you've already forgotten me. Avla Banim Kore Bonai Bonai Heichan Halachtem Atshe Alai Kvar Shachachtem Kol Da 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 da
live or something. They're sending me requests for Nigunu. You guys are sweet. Shoin, Chevra, Parshas B'Shalach. Gewaldik. So, I want to talk about what it means to leave Mitzrayim a little bit. There's a Torah that we find from several tzaddikim, including the Kedusha Slevi, whose nigun we have to sing when we say his name. When I was a kid, there, there used to be this, uh, we had this like video, this kids show, and uh, one of the shtikin in the show was that there was a, every episode, we only had one episode, which we just watched over and over again. And, um, and every time somebody would say the magic word, you know, like confetti would drop from the... But a few times over the course of the show, you know, like they would say the magic word. It was door. The word was door. So, you know, someone would knock on the door and say, someone's at the... And then they would say door and then the, the confetti would... The confetti would fall from the sky and then the alarms would start blaring. So saying the word Kedusha Slevi, saying Barditcher in this uh, particular setting has become like uh, an Indian that we have to sing the Nugunim of the... But also, it's true that sometimes it's good to break the rules also. Keep you guessing. So now I'm going to say a Torah from the British without saying his name. Maybe we'll sing it, because you have to break the rules sometimes. That's, that's how it is. Every revolution needs a revolution. So, I want to say a Torah from the British that Mamish is life-changing, and it begins the process for us of trying to understand what happens when the Jewish people come out of Mitzrayim and how we all come out of our own personal Mitzrayims. And there's so many Torahs that are related to this that I want to share with you that are now coming onto my heart. And I have to hope that Hashem will answer my tefillos before, before I began speaking. That I should say the right things and that everyone should hear exactly what they need to hear. As is our custom in this holy hour. <clears throat> Pasuk says, Vayar Yisrael as Yara Gedola asher Asa Hashem v'Mitzrayim, Vayiru Ha'am es Hashem, Vayaminu ba'Hashem v'Moshe Avdo. That the Jewish people saw what was happening by Kriyas Yamsuf, that Hashem split the sea, Vayaminu ba'Hashem v'Moshe Avdo. And that the Jewish people began to believe in Hashem, and they believed in Moshe, his servant. So let me, let me say this Torah from the Berdichever in a way that's a little bit more expanded, because he, he says it very short. It's a very short Torah. But in order to properly understand it, we need to hear from the Rambam. The Rambam says in Hilchus Tshuva that every person has within them 
the capacity, the free choice, to either become as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, or Chas v'shalom, to become as rotten as Yeravim ben Nevat. Meaning to say, a person can choose, no, it doesn't really matter what you look like, how tall you are, how smart you are, how rich you are, how poor you are, what your IQ is, I guess that's how smart you are, maybe not, maybe those are two different things. It doesn't, none of those matter, because every person has the ability to choose whether they want to be like Moshe Rabbeinu, or they want to be like Yeravim ben Nevat. And even though it's true that all of us have the capacity to be Moshe Rabbeinu, like we spoke about last week a little bit, Moshe Shapir Ka'amr, so we all have this Moshe Rabbeinu inside of us, but there's a very large part of us until we've done complete tshuva, and we believe in the words of the Rambam, that the Rambam says we have free choice, that we could be like Moshe Rabbeinu. So each and every one of us, as we said so many times in the Rapshitzer, the beginning of calling oneself holy is recognizing that by Mitzrayim <coughs> we came out we were mamish worshipping idols just like the Mitzrayim and in, you know, in, in seven weeks and 49 days we were zocha but to stand by Mat and Torah and to receive the Torah and so like the Rav said the beginning of calling ourselves holy is remembering how quickly a Jew can change and at the same time, even as I say these words, I know that there's, there's so much of me that wants to daven these words and to say that I should believe in myself that I could be like Moshe Rabbeinu. Not a Navi with Aspak Laryam ear like Moshe Rabbeinu, but a Tzaddik, as all the Nosei Kalim write on the Rambam, that we could be like Moshe Rabbeinu means that we could be our avoda, whatever it is, whatever our capacity is, in the same way that Moshe Rabbeinu became Isha Lokim because he completely identified with his role as an Eved Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu was given that title of Eved Hashem, which is not a small title to receive. That every strength that Moshe had became actualized in a way of the service of Hashem. And yet, even though it's true about every single one of us, and every single one of our children, and every single one of our friends, and our future spouses, and our current spouses, even though it's true, something happened by Kriyas Yamsuf, where not only did we say that we could be like Moshe Rabbeinu, but we started to actually believe it. We started to believe that we could be like Moshe Rabbeinu. And this is what the Bardichever says. Everybody knows the famous line from Rashi. That even a simple maidservant by Kriyas Yamsuf saw with such clarity, they saw Hashem so clearly that Rasa Shifcha Alayam Mashilo Ra Yechezkel Ben Buzi, that the highest level of Nevuah, of this unbelievable level of, of being Megala the Maisei Merkava, which Yechezkel Ben Buzi was Megala to the world. That a shifcha alayam was seeing higher, higher, higher than, than what Yechezkel ben Buzi saw. What does that mean? It means that part of the Maisa Merkava is recognizing, as we've spoken about also before, that Yaakov Avinu is, is, is etched onto the Kisei HaKavur. And that Yaakov Avinu represents every single Jew. And 
Rasa Shifchal Ayam Buzi, when the lowliest members of the Jewish people, the lowliest parts of the Jewish people, started to see how high they could go, that their face could be etched on the Kisya Kavod. That when they when the Jewish people saw Mashalo Ra Yechezkel ben Buzi Rasa Shifchal Ayam, even a Shifchal Ayam saw what Yechezkel. All of a sudden, the Jewish people started when they saw that, and they saw how much Hashem believed in them. They saw the vision of the Meisim Merkava and saw the image of Yaakov and saw even beyond that. So then, that's what it means. Listen to it carefully. It doesn't mean that when they saw the sea split, they they saw and believed in Hashem and they believed in the power of Moshe Rabbeinu in terms of Moshe Rabbeinu, the person. Says the Berdichur, what it means is, Vayaminu Ba'ashem, they believed in God, and they believed in God's belief in them so much that they also started to believe in Moshe Avdo. What does it mean, Moshe Avdo? It means they believed for the first time. Maybe I really, maybe what the, he doesn't say it like this, but maybe what the Rambam says in, in Hilchas Tshuva is true. Maybe that, that the Rambam says that every single person could be as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, they started to believe in that. Vayaminu Hashem. They believed in Hashem and they believed in Hashem's Amunah in them so much that they believed in that level of Moshe Avdo that they were capable of, which they never believed in before. And the secret of becoming a great person, the secret of being a great person and becoming a great person is believing in yourself and surrounding yourself with people who believe in you. When we surround ourselves with people who believe in us, so we can come out of the deepest depths of Mitzrayim. It doesn't matter how deep into Mitzrayim we find ourselves. But when there's someone who looks at us and says that we're beautiful, and there's somebody who looks deep into our soul and says, I see that you're good. Just yesterday I was, I was somewhere, and there's a, a Jew who's a bunch of years older than me, I think, uh, very much connected to the Hasidus of Breslov. And he doesn't know me, but we were sitting together for some time and he, he came over to me gratuitously out of nowhere and he said to me, I just want you to know, I've been sitting here watching you for the past few minutes, you have such a strong nakuda satsadik in you. I don't really know who this guy is. I, you know, I, don't, I didn't need his compliment, but just having somebody say that, whether it's true or not true. Like Reb Chaim, like, uh, like Reb Chaim Shmulevitz used to say, like Reb Chaim Shmulevitz used to say that sometimes he'd be in the base medrash and he would hear people saying, ah, Reb Chaim's chidushim are so gishmak. Reb Chaim is the best chidushim. And Reb Chaim Shmulevitz said that he knew that they were talking about Reb Chaim Salvechik, meaning the chidushim of Reb Chaim Brisker. He knew they weren't talking about him, but just hearing people say the words, ah, now we're not talking about babies. It's not someone who has like, you know, he had like a low self-esteem and like he was looking for anybody to say. But we all know that when you hear some good word from somebody, when someone sees a good point in you, when somebody is able to, to, to point out to you, Hashem believes in you so much, then you can start to believe in Moshe Avdo. You could believe what the Ramam says, that you could be capable of becoming as great as Moshe Rabbeinu. And this is the Torah that I love to share from Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman, who was the Baal Hasadah, Rabbi Nachman. Uh, it's too we have to sing about the Baal Hasadah. That Rabbi Nachman has this Torah that I, I say all the time. I, 
I hardly go a few months without without dipping back into this Torah because I, I feel that my entire uh, ability to do what I do in this world is mamish on the backs of people who are sweet enough and silly enough to consider me worthy of being their Rebbe. And so when a person looks at you in a certain way and expects that you could be capable of something, it draws out of you the, the ability to do it. Because you should know that most of the people in your life who you consider to be in positions of hashpa, people in your lives who you think and you consider that these are people who are, who are taking care of you, who are giving you something, who have something worthwhile to teach you, that you should know that most of those people are also just regular people. They're just regular human beings who have their obeyim that they look up to. And it is the eyes of the Talmidim who look towards the Rebbe that look with a sense of yearning as if, as if kiviyachal, there's something that could be offered. It's those eyes of yearning that are asking, give me something, you have something to give me, that, that builds within the person who's in the said p- position of hashpa, the, the wherewithal to have something to say. And I see it, keseder, in my own life. And Rabbi Nachman said that this is the pshat we find that many times, many times we see throughout Tanakh that there are certain people, he uses the, the example of Elisha, that Elisha sometimes in the Tanakh is referred to as Elisha Hanavi or with some other superlative, some other statement about who this Elisha is, you know, vis-a-vis his spiritual stature. And sometimes he's just called Stam old Elisha. It's just Elisha. And the Zohar Kaddish says, and Rabbi Nachman draws this out very strong, that when a person is surrounded by people who believe in them, when the Jewish people tasted that Hashem believed in them, when they saw that there was somebody who recognized that they were worthy of being loved and that they were worthy of, of being taught deep, deep secrets and to be trusted so then all of a sudden they rose to the occasion. And so what the Zohar says, when Elisha was surrounded by his students, Pukhazi in Tanakh, when Elisha is surrounded by his students, when there's other Nevi'im who are looking to Elisha as the head of the Nevi'im after Elio Navi died, that's when he's called Elisha Navi. That's when he's called with these extra titles on top of him. Because the way that a person receives the ability to have those extra levels of Kedusha, those extra levels of Avodos Hashem, of coming to the place of Umosha Avdo, of believing in your ability to be like Moshe Rabbeinu, it's only because somebody looked at you, and it doesn't have to be a Talmud, it could be someone older than you, it could be someone the same age as you, but when we look at each other with those eyes and say, ah, this is this person who, who Hashem believes in, and we strengthen one another in that way, so then we're Zoha to be not just Stam Davidol, but we become Davidol Isha Elokim, we become godly people in the merit of those people who, who are looking at us in this way. Now, the truth is that there's a lot more to say about this as I'm speaking here. There's a lot of things coming into my mind. <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the Iker Torahs from the Degel Machen Ephraim on this Parsha is, is on the Targum, the Targum that translates that we came out of 
we came out of Mitzrayim, Biyad Ramah. Biyad Ramah, the Targum translates as Bereish Gali. Bereish Gali. We came out of Mitzrayim, Bereish Gali. That's the Targum. Bereish Gali is the Targum for Yad Ramah. And the Degamach and Ephraim said that Bereish Gali, the Baal Shem Tov explained, that Bereish Gali is a reference to Bereish Bez Reish Yud Shin Bereish is a reference to the Rosh Tevos of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai who was Gali, who revealed the Zohar Kadosh. And then Dagomach and Ephraim very famously said, and also it's a reference to my grandfather whose name was Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem. That's how he was known, Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem. And Bereish is, obviously it's not in, in the right order, but Bereish is an acronym for the words Rabbi, Sh- Rabbi Shon Bar Yochai and Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem. And the Gali, the, the Giloi, like it says in the Zohar Kadosh, that from this Sefer, Nafik Min Galusa will be Zohar to come out of this exile. Now why is that? Because everybody knows that when the Baal Shem Tov had his Giluim and when Rabbi Shimon had his Giluim, the Baal Shem Tov, when he, when he had his most famous giloy of the giloy Eliyahu, when he had an alias neshama, it's one of the only letters that we have from the Baal Shem Tov that we know is from the Baal Shem Tov. And he wrote to his relative, Reb Gershon Kittiver, that he had an alias neshama and he had a meeting with the Mashiach. And he was told that, when am I going to come? When is Mashiach going to come? When everybody else is able to do Yehudim like you, Baal Shem Tov. When everybody else is able to do what you're able to do. And so from that point on, Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov understood that his job was to teach and to reveal to everybody else the Nekudah Satsadik in them, so that they would recognize that this is not something which is only for special people. This is not something which is for Yehudei Skula. But this is for every single Jew. Every Jew is capable of the, the Beresh Gali, the revelation of Rabbi Shem Baruch the revelation of Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov, these are revelations which are attempting to move the light of Hashem away from just these centralized pockets so that we can go back to a place where where instead of where it used to be that there was water everywhere, that the whole world was covered with water, but then Hashem said, let the water gather yikavu hamayim let the water gather into this one place and into that one place. So the Zohar Kadosh says, the Zohar Kadosh says that in the beginning, when Hashem first took the water, when Hashem took the Torah and the secrets of Torah, at first, the Torah was gathered into very specific places. It was gathered into very specific places. It took water from all over the world and gathered it into all these specific domains. There's going to be the Pacific Ocean, and there's going to be the Atlantic Ocean, and there's going to be the Baltic Sea, and there's going to be Hackensack River. These are a little, there are going to be all these different areas where there's going to be water. There's going to be the Kinneret, and there's going to be the Arden. But then there's also going to be areas that are dry land. So the Zohar Kadr says, you know what that means? That means that there's going to be places that are saturated with water, meaning to say, in my mind, there's going to be people who are big tzaddikim, who hold, you know, all of the water, and there's going to be places that are dry land. There are going to be people who are not 
exposed or just not capable of holding on to that water. But the goal is to move to a place where to move the water back to that it should be everywhere. That every single Jew should have access to the water. Like the Medrash says, each of the Shvatim Lefachot, if not, if you look in other Svarim, each of the Shvatim Lefachot had their own lane in Kriyas Yamsav, 12 different lanes. If not, every Jew had exactly their own lane through the sea. That every person had their own derech into the sea. And all of that happens, all of that happens when we come face to face with the fact that by Aminu Ba'ashem, with Moshe Avdo, that when we know that Hashem believes in us and we recognize our belief in Hashem as a result of His belief in us, then we know that we can come to the place of Moshe Avdo, which we I don't know if I'm going to be able to play the song, but I'm going to try. Okay, Chavar, this is a niggin about the master of the field. Sadeh, Ishamu, Betaki, 
גיבור חייל וחכם וצדיק גדול ויש בעל הסדר איש אמור ותקיף וגיבור חייל וחכם וצדיק גדול There's a difference between the Shira and the Shir. By Kriyas Yamsuf, by Kriyas Yamsuf, the Tzadikim say, the Shira was a reaction to a nace. Listen carefully to what this means, because it's, it's hard to know what this means. I find that sometimes there are Torahs that it's easy to understand with your brain, and sometimes there's Torahs that are easy to understand with your heart. Shira, that's in the feminine, is something that is sung in reaction to a nace. Whereas shir, in the masculine form, the stronger form of, of song, is something which is born out of pure simcha. It's not in reaction to a particular nace, but it's something which is born out of pure simcha. It's not in response to seeing some breach of nature. And so we break into song as a result of the fact that we're just blown away by the majesty of Hashem's world and how much control He has over it. That's a shira. That's a small song. But a shira chadash that we're going to sing when Mashiach comes is going to be in the merit of the simcha that we have, that we're able to hold on to. We know the Gemara says in Sanhedrin that that Az Yashir, the Gemara asks, where's a where's a, a remez to Tchias Hamesim from the Torah? The Torah doesn't really talk about Tchias Hamesim so much. The Gemara says that Az Yashir is a remez to Tchias Hamesim because Az is in the future they will sing, and we don't find that Moshe and Am Yisrael ever sang this song again, and they all died. So it must be that there's going to be Tchias Hamesim. They'll come, they'll sing it. Then Az Yashir is a reference. To the future. So, my brother always says that by Tchias Hamesim, we're always expecting that, you know, you can imagine by Tchias Hamesim, these big tzaddikim are going to be coming back to life. We're going to have access to Moshe Rabbeinu. We'll be able to ask the Rambam, what was with that comparison to Shavu Shav? Well, what was that about? We'll be able to run over to them and ask them whatever type of kashas we have and, and to just be in the presence of these, these giants of the, human, of the spirit. But the truth is that we find already from the Friedrich Rebbe that Moshe was anuv mikol adam 
When we say that Moshe Rabbeinu was anov mikol adam, it means that he was anov mikol adam. That the humility that Moshe Rabbeinu had was because when he looked at the later generations, he saw that they were able to do something that he wasn't able to do, which is to hold on to simcha even when times are very, very difficult, even when times are very, very dark. And so that even though we think that by Tchiyas Mason, we're going to be running over to them and saying, wow, Moshe Rabbeinu, can I have your autograph? <laughs> so Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be running over to us. And Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be saying, I can't believe you did it. How did you cross the finish line? How did you have the strength to cross the finish line when it looked like it was completely, it was completely useless? So in the merit of the simcha that we're going to have to sing this shir chadash, Let's sing and make about uh, about Simcha. Hey Rabbeinu Shag Bekol Gadol Ein Shom Yeyosh Ein Shom Yeyosh Ein Shom Yeyosh That's how you know you're still in the world. One time, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, in the middle of a febreng, and he started coughing very strong. He was coughing. And that's what he said. He said, that's how you know you're not in the Olam Because there's no coughing in the Olam Atzilas. Mitzrayim. We're trying to leave Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim. Anybody who finds joy in the Shabbos is zochel to a nachla bli meitzarim. And yet, even as the Jewish people are leaving Mitzrayim, Pyro is trying very hard to hold on to them. The Orgadal Yav said, 
think it's based on the Maharal. That the Pasuk begins by the Parsha Vayihi B'Shalach Parosam. And it was that Paro sent the Jewish people. This is the greatest moment of joy for the Jewish people. And yet, we're using the Lashon of Vayihi, Vayihi B'Meach Hashverosh, Vayihi is Lashon of Tsar. Vayihi B'Shalach Parosam, Paros finally, after all the ten Makos, Paros, willing to send away the Jewish people. And yet, it's still Lashon of Vayihi. So the Orgad said that the reason that it's Vayihi still is that sometimes a Jewish person can leave Mitzrayim, and, um, but there could still be Mitzrayim inside of them. Which is something to cry over also. That a person can, can leave behind something that's holding them back. It's still Vayihi B'Shalach Paros Amr. Or Vayihi, that, that Paro is still B'Shalach, like, like the Rishonim Serity, that Paro is B'Shalach Asa'am, that means that Paro is being Malave, the Jewish people, like Rashi says already. B'Shalach Eloshon of Levia. Why is it that the Jewish people escort somebody outside of their doors when, when someone, a guest, is leaving? Or why do we do a Malava Malka? It's because we want to stay with that person even after they leave our presence that they spent some time in our house and now they're leaving and they're going to be on their own traveling the lonely road. And we want them to know that we're with them. So we're malave them outside the door. And so, Paro is b'shalach asa'am. He's saying, okay, you may have been able to escape Mitzrayim and to leave Mitzrayim, but I don't want Mitzrayim to leave you. I want to come with you. No, not in a good way. Vayi b'shalach Paro Oi, Paro is coming with us. Power is coming with us. And so, like the Shemi Shmuel explained so beautifully, if Yitzias Mitzrayim means the Jewish people are leaving Mitzrayim, so such a beautiful Torah that the Shemi Shmuel said that in, in Halacha, in Hilcha Shabbos, we say that in order for a person to affect a full Yitzias, an act of Hotzah on Shabbos, so for those of you who have learned Mesech Shabbos or some Halachos of Shabbos, we know that there has to be an Akira and a Hanacha. That in order to violate the Isr Daraisa of Hotza and Shabbos, a person needs to both be oker, an object from its place in one Rishos, and then set it down and do an act of Hanacha in the other Rishos. If I simply pick up my glasses in my house, walk outside of my house into a place where there's no air of, and continuously keep walking without ever stopping, walk back into my house and put the glasses back down where they were, that's not an actual act of Hotzah because I only had an act of Akira and the Hanacha was in the same place. It has to be Akira in one Rishos and Hanacha in another Rishos. So the Shem Yishmuel explained that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim has to be, it has to be. Hashem, you promised you took the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. That's what it says in your Torah, you took the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. Hashem was Motzi Am Yisrael from Mitzrayim. In order for that to be true, that means, Hashem, that at some point along the journey, for each and every one of us, for each and every one of us, and for the Jewish people as a whole, <clears throat> there has to be more than just the fact that Hashem uprooted us from Mitzrayim. It's not enough that Hashem just took us out of Mitzrayim, but we need Hashem to take any last vestiges of Mitzrayim, any Mitzrayim that are trying to close up our throats, or our hearts, or our minds, that we have to, Hashem, please, you have to take any of this Meitzarim out of us, because we're Ma'anagas HaShabbos, we love Shabbos, and we're Zochet V'Nachla B'li Meitzarim. 
we should be zochet to a hanacha, to a good hanacha. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, but the destination is not just to leave out of Mitzrayim, but to be to have a good hanacha in Eretz Yisrael. That there are Jews who are either sitting in this room right now, who are here in their own minds temporarily, <clears throat> but are not here yet with a full hanacha. And there are people who are who are listening in from abroad. And there are people listening in Eretz Yisrael, but different people in different places. And even someone like myself, who I have all of my belongings here, my family is here, meaning my wife and children. But I still have people that I love who live in America. And I still have things that I'm attached to. So Hashem, please help us that we should have a real Hanach in Eretz Yisrael. A real Hanach in Eretz Yisrael that we should be feeling that Eretz Yisrael is opening herself up to us. Her says that when Eretz Yisrael is not happy, it spits a person out. Sometimes a person could be spit out of the geographical land, and sometimes a person could just feel like just not at ease. They're not, they haven't found their place. It's not easy. They're not sure how to navigate things which are different from the way that they were raised. Maybe they're not sure where to daven. Maybe they're not sure where to live. Maybe they're not sure where to send their children to school. Maybe they're finding it difficult to to date. Each person feel their Indian. Hashem should help us that we should be zochetana to leave, to leave Mitzrayim. To leave Mitzrayim in the full sense of the word means to have a yitziah with both an akira from Mitzrayim but a hanacha. And the hanacha should be nowhere but in Eretz Yisrael. We should feel that the only place that we have in the whole world is Eretz Yisrael. So we'll be zochetana to leave Mitzrayim b'ma'anegas ha-shabbos. Shabbos Kodesh Shabbos Kodesh
Good Shabbos, good Shabbos.